Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 7th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm, uh, I'm wonderful. I'm just enjoying some, uh, some real sun. Some real sun. Some San Diego. It's, it's a beautiful place. It uh, never ceases to amaze me. I did stumble upon some controversy today. It always seems to find you, or you seem to find it. How'd you stumble into this one, or onto it, whatever, around it? How'd you find it? Well, I'm out. I'm out at the the G uh, C S A A show, and okay. uh, what does that stand for? Know, just for the listeners, I, I assume most Golf know Course what it Superintendents is. Association okay. of America, I believe. Okay, was, all right. You know, I hope I didn't the, butcher the that. But yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, you know, I was at their, they have a golf tournament every year and uh, it's at Torrey Pines and I just went out there oh. and, uh, you know, I just wanted to go check in on the plaque, see if, if people were going <laughs> to hit the plaque, Only the you. Tiger Woods plaque on 18 you find and Torrey it's gone, Pines. it's gone. Where is it? Was that a one year activation for the USGA? Like just to get, celebrate their US Open? What is that like? Did they remove it when the USGA wouldn't commit to future championships there? What happened there? We had this all big hullabaloo about it and grand ceremony and, you know, all about it last year. It's now gone. Does, did, where was it relocated? Was it stolen? Well, I met, I had met a, a very, you know, a very knowledgeable starter. Everybody's met starters that have this kind of knowledge, you know, yeah, knows everything. Sure. And I asked him, and he was perplexed. He didn't. He said, "What? He got the tiger plaque. Where'd it go?" He goes, "What do you mean? I'm like, I, I, it's gone. I don't see where it is. Like, uh, you know, I wanted to see it." And he's like, "What? Do you, it's gone, really? I don't. This is the first I've heard of this." And you know, he had he had checked in with other people later in the day. Still hadn't found an answer. <laughs> he's still searching. Wow. I'm hoping tomorrow that I uncover. This is one of my, my goals of the day tomorrow is to uncover what happened to the tiger plaque. Do you think that us talking about it? I wouldn't I would never give us such credit, but that that potential trampoline out there in the middle of a landing area for certain, you know, maybe not the pros, but the recreational players, they had to rethink that one? Possibly. Maybe the okay. tour made them take it out. Maybe the tour saw it as a, a problem for competition we listen we only have things that propel balls back into play we do not have things that propel balls away from play out and up and over okay all right all right well that's interesting troubling controversy this is the kind of stuff we lead off with monday morning um please that you're out there doing gumshoe work on the ground (laughs) yeah good stuff good stuff i also i also stumbled into the superintendent at our, one of our favorite courses, Huai Lai. Oh, okay. Huai Lai. 
had a log talk with him. He was wearing, he didn't have a name tag on or anything. He was wearing an Illinois sweatshirt, a fighting Illini sweatshirt. Just happens to be the superintendent at, as he calls it, Hawalolai. Hawalolai. Okay. All right. So we got a pronunciation guide. As you guys might understand it, Hawalolai. Okay. Good. So you're just running into all sorts of things out there. You're the California kid. Fleeing winter, real winter, soft little millennial, just can't hang. I had more real winter than you had this year. I, I went through a lot of real winter this year. The year is like three, four weeks old. What are you talking it's about? It's almost over. Winter's almost over. Okay. All right. There's like 20 days that you have to worry about in the Midwest left. And then you're into March, and then it's like, oh, it might snow one or two more times, and you know, but okay. you're done. You know, you're. I right. I made it basically through the entire winter. Okay, fantastic. All right, good to hear. Um, well, I hope everybody had a good weekend. We had a full full range of golf all around from across the world and all locales and all manners of, I don't know, golf courses. I gotta say that the. The, the Saudi one, it sucks. It's just such a bad, sterile thing. I know it got a great finish. We'll get to it a little bit, but it's just a weird way to wake up. Anyways, let's start with um, the well, most I got, recent. I, I, I got tricked by the time delay. I, start, I woke up. I'm on the West that. Coast. I love that. I saw you, Tarina. I was like, oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on the West Coast. I woke up. My daughter woke up at 5 a.m. I was up at 5 a.m. And, you know, I came out and made some coffee and, and hopped on. And I was listening. I was like, oh, this is great. I didn't think of this would have been when the time the tournament would have been finishing when in where I live. And little did I know it was taped. Delay. I hadn't been on Twitter. And I just you're fire that off guy. a tweet. That guy who's tweet. watching tape delay coverage and didn't know about it. You're, that, you're the one. You hear about them all out there that love to watch tape delay only. You know, that was, I saw your tweet about Hogarth. I was like, I didn't want to text you. I was like, Andy, I got to tell you, he, he already got it done. Took care of business. So, uh, what were you gonna say? Something looked like I cut you off. But I, this this is the year of tape delayed golf for me. I'm, I'm I know you've mentioned that. really, really le- leaning in to, to DVR and watching golf later. Uh, so what do you hours. do? Let's let's not talk about golf. Let's keep talking about you a little bit. Uh, what do you do in that? Or do you do you listen to commentary and discussion, or you just go shot to shot to putt? Like do you do you just zip through, or do you zip through commercial breaks? What's the strategy? I zip through then? commercials sometimes. Yep. Like if they're showing a Seamus power shot, I'm fast forwarding. <laughs> oh come on! I'm only doing this because out of it. I d- no, I'm only doing this because I had an influx of Irish golf fans in my ass on going into Saturday. It's like if the tournament's half over and all these people are in my ass about Seamus Power. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like, oh, Seamus Power showing you. It's like it's halfway over. It's like saying that, you know, the Daytona 500 is over halfway through the laps. And and you're you know you're in my ass and now you look like an idiot you know now I got all these drunk like Irish people oh don't don't profile <laughs> us like that what do you presume they're drunk because they're Irish that's prejudice don't go against my people like that 
They got Leona McGuire. Thinking, they could celebrate just, Leona. Don't get after them like that. I was just thinking like that. that it was late at night in Ireland when they were sending me when the when Pebble Round Two's wrapping All up right. and they're getting All in right. my ass. Two nine. It's not terrible. He didn't win. That's right. He's out to a great fun. start again. All right. Nothing he's done has changed the fact that he was the least qualified player in, in that in that field. A couple weeks ago, it's a great field. You have to win to be in the field, so that means like you have some qualifications. You at at one point, almost everybody's the least qualified player in that field. Uh, yeah, T nine, good for him. So you zip through oh. his shots, okay? Well, so, you so no, like if I know there's like just meaningless blubber going on, I zip through oh. it. But you know, and there's a lot of that in golf, but like. You know that's that's my one of my new things is is this DVR golf. The other okay. thing, you know, I, I I think like some of this too is you know Twitter's fun because it's like p- being part of a community and it's nice to be part of the community. But like a lot of times you end up on Twitter more than you're actually watching the golf, and watching I sometimes wonder if or is anybody actually watching golf, like or are yeah. you just you know watching Twitter because if yeah. you're tweeting. 75 times in a golf tournament you're probably not watching the tournament and actually like thinking about the shots because like i don't know i think like long form like actually like watching a tournament develop and formulating uh you know thoughts on the golf tournament is is the best way to watch it yeah super 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 hard balance there with the screens i know some have done it well but that's very hard uh, I got it. Okay, let's talk about the winner then. It was not Seamus Power at Pebble Beach, the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Tommy Tables emerges after, uh, I don't know, he just, he went and got it. I mean, he went and stole it from Spieth. Spieth, you know, played poor on the last two holes, a bogey and a bad par on uh, 18. But Tommy went and took it. Tommy Tables, his first win in 200-some starts. I loved, like... So this craps anecdote, like Spieth, he learned how to play craps from Tommy Tables. Uh, Like, look, we were on this. We've been talking about Tommy Tables for three, four years. Yeah, this is the biggest, like, this is, so Doug Ferguson shared the note of that, and somebody asked uh, Spieth about it in his post-round press conference. Spieth was like, yeah, well, I know when I see Tommy out there, or Tom, I should say, uh, like, he's not going to back down. He's going to, he's a Spieth stopper. Yeah, he's, he's he's LeBron's he's JJ clutch. Perea. He goes out and gets it, but like that's just not true. He's never won in two hundred some starts. He doesn't go out. He does not, in fact, do that. If he was like the no holds barred, like he would have a win. That's the opposite well, I mean, of what's happened. Like somebody that would be a good example of that in the history of time is Nick Faldo at the Masters. He has three top 20 finishes at yeah. the Masters and three wins. Like yeah. that's a guy that when he was in the mix, yeah. he got it done. Yes. Tommy just, Tables like, has a long history yes. of being in the mix and not getting it done. Yes. The same for Harold Varner. Like this was a big day for guys like that, right? That, that kind of close it out. I thought... Harold was going the wrong way, and he was just another, you know, another notch in the belt for that trend. But and then he um, dropped a bomb. Yeah, yeah. So congrats to Tommy Tables. Hey, uh, huge. I got. Go ahead. I think this plays more into the. Came in in thirty-two. I, we got to give him credit. Came in in thirty-two. I think he had nine fairways, nine amazing. greens. Yeah, he almost hold it. And so, going to birdie, birdie, sixteen, seventeen. When you're yeah. like in the mix, is something you know. It's just something else. But I have a a, a point that I want to make because I think Pebble's a place that we see some fluky wins. 
And I think this doves tails back to the hope. The hope we see fluky wins. When we have this pro-am bullshit, this pro-am ramble blamble, you know, we got... We've got blubber. You said blubber. You've got ramble blamble. What's going on? We got celebrities playing along in the final pairings. Like, it's so preposterous that there are 20 handicaps out there. Willie Nelson's kid out there. Why is he a celebrity? Why is he a celebrity? I guess he's a musician himself. I guess he's a musician himself. Yeah, apparently. Do people go to Willie Nelson Jr. concerts? I don't think it's Jr. I think it's Lucas, but... I thought his name was Lucas, but, you know, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Could be Willie Jr. I'm not sure. But, But yeah, I mean, he's more famous than the CFO of such and such, right? I mean, come on. So, anyways, you got these these pro-am things. You're playing three rounds of normal golf. Like, here's the thing. Tommy Tables has been in the mix a lot. Where he's failed to capitalize is over the course of an entire weekend when that spotlight, when you get into the final pairings, ah, you're in the final pairings, and that 36 holes of final pairings eventually cracks you if you're not up to snuff. All right, I'm not saying Tommy Tables isn't. I love Tommy Tables. I might be <laughs> one of the biggest Tommy Tables fans in the world, okay? This is not coming from a place of hate. This is just yeah. pointing out... The format yeah. of these two tournaments with the Pro-Am, the 54-hole cut, I think it leads to more fluky players coming up. And then that final round, all of a sudden, something different. But, like, you can put together 18 holes. It's really hard to put together 36 holes on a weekend on the PGA Tour. And that's what makes different players different. Like, you know, like okay. great players different than, like, grinders on the PGA tour is their ability to play two great rounds on the weekend. And these events only call for one great round on the weekend because, you know, Tommy tables was playing. I don't know who's pairings with. He was playing with some celebrity sh- schmo. And Can't then, right. Yeah. And then, and then some other schmo on the PGA tour, Kelly craft like type player on the PGA tour. It's just like a normal week for three rounds. 75% of the tournament is a normal week. And then the weekend is only 25%. It makes a big difference. And that's why we see fluky winners at this event. And we, we see them at, uh, at the Bob Hope. Yeah. There's, you know, you get three rounds. I'm looking for who is somebody named handler. I don't know who that would be handler. Brent Handler, not not familiar. So he played with Cantlay and David Solomon, who I think is the uh, Goldman Sachs fellow. Should, um, go ahead. How about Spieth? What about disappointing? Him? Disappointing. Yeah, I saw uh, Justin Ray just tweeted. I think he has the most runner-ups since 2013. He's got 16 or so runner-ups. He's he's. I mean, got 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 a lot of wins. A lot of bridesmaid appearances though as well. That that was just a bad finish the, the missed putt on 17 and, and hoagie went and got it i mean that's a good birdie for hoagie on i thought hoagie was toast on five did you see his double on five i yeah. was watching that live that had to go to my kids hockey game full use sports day again and like it i was like, like right, a well, bad beat seemed like his bad t- beat was gonna sink him. <laughs> didn't get what he wanted on the turn uh but <laughs> Yeah, it, it, that, I was like, all right, well, there's no shot. He has no chance. But then he went, came home in 32, did the chess play on 18. 
did the chess ball, you know, a little little two, 220 out into the middle and played it safe coming home. But yeah, Spieth kicked it away. I, I thought for sure after 12 and 13, it was it was his tournament. So I got a question for you. Just I'm, I'm another theoretical thought. Theoretical uh, thought. Yeah. With Spieth Go. and JT, we saw them win at like a crazy clip early. Do you think that they're now developing the scar tissue and we don't see them close it out as, as easily as they used to? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I think speed. Well, speed's got, you know, two yeah, years. I think speed got the scar tissue, right? I think the 16 masters is like, uh, that's more of the scar tissue. That's still like a gaping. I mean, that's, that's like a wound that's maybe never fully heals, but he's won a lot since then. One major since then and had the best year of his career since then. Uh, that's a potential thought. Where you expound I'm, on that I'm a just, little more? I'm just wondering if if these young guys, if the career arc now is going to change, where they're going to. It's not like a floodgates open. It's like you get it early for a lot of guys. Like I think there's still the one path, but this new path is like the floodgates are open early because you're almost naive and like you you know. You just win a lot, and then you realize through some close calls that winning's really hard, and then you don't win as much because of it. And, like, this is where golf's so different than everything else is, like, it's a, it's a, it's something, like, it's it's not reactionary, right? It's where, like, you know, pitchers lose some stuff because they, they get, like, you know, it's like why closers in the major leagues, like, they don't have long lifespans for the most part. There's some great ones that are great for a long time, but a lot of them, it's like two, three years, and then oh, all of yeah. a sudden, it's just like, oh, they can't close out anything anymore because they've seen sure. disasters. Analogy. Yeah, And I think that's like something that might happen with golf, with this youth invasion, is where like we expect like this greatness because they do so well early, but the reality is then they, they just haven't experienced... Some of like the things that like the challenges of how hard it is to win there regularly, and once they like see, oh, I played so good, but this happened, and I didn't win. It's always in the back of their mind, and it, it hinders them from winning at that type of clip anymore. Someone I would take under advisement on that, and he's really hard to pin down because he only shows up for certain events. Is Kepka? Um, yes, I, I think like since that 2019 PGA at Beth Page, where he really got on tilt there, right, and the back nine is like, oh my god, this like eight six shot lead is nothing. Um, he's obviously shown up at major since, but he's not converted. He's kind of just always hovering around, and obviously got you know body bagged by Phil at PGA at Kiwa and things like that. I, I don't know. I wonder about Spieth and Thomas. I think you they they factor much more often in the regular PGA Tour events than Kepka does. So I think you could, yeah, you have a larger sample size with them there. And then, um, the, I mean, the the flip side of it is, like, there's the the path of, like, you take your lumps early, and you, yeah. and you have to work really hard to win, and then you win at a, a quick clip, right? Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, I'll say this. He didn't win. The, they were very lucky to have Jordan Spieth involved. I mean, there was, I know oh Cantley was around, but I mean, after that, it was, it was, a, it was a PGL advertisement all the way across the leaderboard. Like this is the, 
the wheat from the chafe. Like this is it. And it was Hoagie and Hostler and Merritt and Power. You know, Damon you know, has a character. Putnam, who's a favorite of ours. Jonathan Bird. I don't know what his status is. I don't think it's it's fully exempt in some way. But yeah, just like a lot of great players, but you know, not the star power of the PGA Tour. They were lucky they could ride the speed deal, whether win or lose, across Sunday afternoon. Uh- so. I almost, uh, I, it was a really busy week for me. I, was, I had to transport the entire family <laughs> across the country. Um, well, it's like Oregon Trail, like you're in the wagon and you got to transport the entire family, driving them across the, come on. What are, I, I want to see kidding. you get, get the family across the country, get all four. <laughs> But anyways, uh, the uh, you know when I when I uh, I almost tweeted I I just held back I almost tweeted like you know Pebble's clearly not a major championship course. Look at this board, thirty six <laughs> holes in the anti Tory take. That's a good point. That's a good little pop there. That's then but then Spieth and Cantlay came to save the day. I I mean yeah, that's the thing. This was a this was a weak field. I mean, good on Spieth, like awesome Saturday round. He was scintillating. Obviously, the catnip central was the the (laughs) You want to talk about eight? We have a great theory. Matt Shriver on Twitter. Is the eighth hole Greller's annual over club challenge spot? His own personal (laughs) game within the game. That's such a good tweet. Good idea. Because we've seen him do this. He's like... That's twice now, Michael. You got me over. You got me in the water in one and over the green on the other. Like he's done this before. Is he trying? Is this like his little overclub sort of oops moment where he's pushing him closer and close to the edge, just sort of playing with fire? I love that theory. Pretty good stuff. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it? Do you, should he have hit the ball? I mean, do you want to talk about this? Have you you've wandered? Was it over dramatic? Was it overly dramatic? Uh, what do you mean? Watching live or something, or just the the reaction to it? What do you What do you mean? Just in general, the reaction to it. It was very I mean, it was cool. A lot. <laughs> yeah, it was Saturday. It was the best day of my life. My phone died like the mid afternoon. I was coaching basketball all day, watching my kids. They were kicking, like after two years. It was so fun. I came home, finally plugged in my phone late. It was just yeah, cavalcade of, of talk about. Did you put this. the zone defense in? Oh yeah, oh yeah, you got the zone. <laughs> Do, you have, do they you allow the zone? Well, no, not for the one league. For the so, first graders, you got to try to play disguise, man. Do you disguise the zone? No, no. They will occasionally go like a box and one subtly, you know, where they're their best guy. I'll tell my, you know, everybody else kind of find a spot, and the other guy play man. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, there, it was a, it was just an avalanche of of speed content. Is there like? I mean, should he have hit it? Like, I don't know. Uh, he lived to tell the tale. He hit it over the green. Um, I saw someone, I can't remember who, and I apologize, suggesting that should be white staked and that they, he should be OB, and that the tour should never let him even go out there and hit that. And uh, I thought that was an interesting theory. I mean, it's kind of it like... really, really a steep cliff. I mean, you're toast if you go over, right? Dad. I mean, you... you <laughs> There's the story of right the guys who drove the cart over right and and down and uh, but I, yeah I thought that was an interesting 
theory. But you're the golfer. You decide. You, you can put yourself in danger. You could die in a car accident tomorrow. There's all sorts of dangers out there, right? I mean, it's up to the player to go play the shot. I don't think you should rule it out of bounds. But I'm glad he didn't die. I'm glad he, you know, pulled it off. So, You know what but, I loved, too, is, is Spieth's reaction on 17 when he put it in the bunker. It's like so. It's like just having been a caddy my whole life. I flushed it. Yeah, I hit that so I mean, good. It was. It wasn't a like on the shot. edge. It wasn't that close. Yeah, it, was kinda, it wasn't. I mean, like if it had gone a yard further, it still like it lands in the rough. It might get onto the green. Uh, that's a problem because the green's not to where it should be on that sure, hole. Sure. But like you know, I I mean I don't think it was that close. It wasn't that close. Here's it the wasn't. other thing. Here's the other thing. When he, he, when you're under he, the gun, he hit the wrong shot. He hit the wrong club. He hit the wrong well, he, shot. Yeah, he's like you he, heard him he talking, talking about on that. The, he should have gone right a little bit more or something like that. Or yeah, a little bit more right. Yeah, it's like you know. Here's the thing: is like when you're in that. I this is why I think like I just don't think. And this is when you're under the gun. It's easy to sit here and and commentate on on it, but like. You make bad decisions, and he putted so well that week, and then he missed that putt. That putt was an easy putt, you know. Yeah. The, the oh, announcers yeah. were back. like, "Oh, he hit it too hard for that line." No, he hit a bad putt. Like he either missed. It looked like he misread it, but like he missed. He hit the wrong shot off the tee, and he misread it. The second putt, that putt, and that's what happens under the gun. Like you know, I don't know. Well, this he- is what I'm talking about with the with just the scar tissue. He did the same thing on 18. Uh, he thought he hit a rock, right? And and you know that hit a hey, it was a rock under my ball and embedded in the turf somewhere, some mysterious unseen rock. And then you got deep fried egg. You're the I think a notorious Spieth hater got the oh, screen yeah. grab and him just like chunking the shit out of it. And <laughs> it's like yeah, definitely a rock or just a groove groove blow. So it, it, he just chunked it on eighteen, but he did the speed thing where it's like incredulous about something that that happened. This is him. why it's also why Spieth is like the most, you know, it, he's just the most enjoyable golfer to it's watch. Great. I love because he's, I root for him. He, I like him. I'm not trying to give him shit here, but go ahead. He's so relatable to like the regular way. golfer in a yeah. way because he finds himself in these precarious situations. It's not like Dustin Johnson when he plays well. It's like a golf that nobody nobody sure. sees, right? But sure. Spieth's golf, even when he's playing great, is still like sloppy enough that it it feels relatable. Sure. Tiger was sure. invincible. Tiger was out. There's two types of like endearing golf styles. Is like the invincible, uh, you know, nature of a Tiger or DJ when they're on. But then there's also like the Spieth. You know, he can smash records, uh, record scoring, but still look really sloppy. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else from Pebble. I, I I did have like Troy Merritt's goatee is just disgusting. I mean, it's like it's like what Trace about Bo Merritt. Hassler? Looks like his name should be Trace instead of Troy. Like just trying to be some I don't know. Uh, I mean, Troy Bo Merritt. Hassler? Troy Merritt, uh, the the Harry Potter fanatic, has like one of the most obscure looks for somebody that's like a a Harry Potter nut. You know. True. True. What about Bo Hostler? What do you want to say about Bo? Didn't he get in as like an alternate, like pretty far down I the lo- alternate? Hey, I love that he's playing. It played well. Yeah. You know, it's, you never Going like to see. 18. 
Yeah, too. you never I mean, and you never like to see a kid that was like a can't miss that like struggles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, like unbelievable college. It's just like nice to see him play well because he's been kind of out in the you know in the sticks with this game. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but the Kanakamanolta hat is so absurd. He does the big high uh, the tour visor, the tour visor. Right? but like Kanakamanolta. <laughs> what? What's? Why did that? Why did they sponsor golf so much? <laughs> Business products, right? I I don't know. Um, but I, I like that he went I, for it. I on mean, 18 how cost him a lot that... of money. Cost him a lot of money on eighteen trying to hold. I think he was. I think he was trying to hold the bunker shot to to tie. And, and, but yeah, it went way past. What What do you want to talk about, Connor Minolta? You want to come back to that? I what? I really don't know what they do. And they sponsor Aren't golf they cameras? My, entirely. Yeah, I know they have cameras, but like, what else do they have? Like, like and they've sponsored golf my entire life. They've probably spent a billion dollars, and I still don't know what they do really. It's got to be like copy machines and printers, like like heavy duty printers would be my guess. I think. But like, shouldn't that be a prerequisite if you spot? Like, there needs to be some sort of awareness factor about what you do with your ad reads for the the, the swing vision. Right? I don't know what you, this company. Does. I like you're talking. You're telling me this is the Kanaka Manolta Biz Hub swing camera. And everything, and I like when I hear Kanaka Minolta, Minolta I think, think about, about that. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know what they actually do. Yeah, sure. they've spent all this money, and I don't know what they actually do. True, I got gotcha. you. That's a good one. There's there's probably a handful of of sponsors like that. We tend to read them yes. off, and we try to go to their website, and you don't learn anything else. It's just. Uh, you know marketing speak uh all right that's it for pebble you have anything else you want to add any other observations jokes ponderance good good on pebble beach pro-am okay it was not i i want to i you know in in my one and done i want to thank team rose for for their uh 78 today it was was delightful oh (laughs) bringing back bringing back memories of sunday at the 2019 u.s open with that performance today that's right forgot about that uh okay moving on the saudi international the asian tour opening event of the season harold varner the third is your winner he cans a 92 foot i think it was eagle putt on uh on 18 he played in i, I don't know hey do, didn't you take day about... did you take jason yeah day? he tumbled like 16 <laughs> spots on oh, the I, he shot 74 oh, I... <laughs> I knew he was. T- I think he bogeyed six, and I was like, "Oh God!" He was like in the third to last group. Just there's there's nothing m- worse the than when your when your guy that you're like you're you're kind of pulling for plays four, five, six, seven, bad. Yeah, at, at right. Pebble, you're just right. like, "Oh, he's fucked." <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, so I. <sighs> I mean, so honestly, do we talk about the Saudi International like it's a golf tournament? Are we like, are we complicit when we like just have to? I mean, we have to cover it. All the players were there. You know, this is a thing. DJ Pajowski had a great tweet like this: like, hey, you know, I know the feel-good winner and an exciting feel-good finish is kind of like the whole point of covering up this abhorrent golf tournament. I, I retweeted it. You can find it. No lineups. DJ Pi. Like that is the kind of point they got what they wanted, right? Like kind of a. Everybody likes HV3. 
more or less. They like HV3, and they got an eagle finish. So you got to cover the golf, but obviously we understand all the complexities and all the sort of CD motivations for this thing, right? It's pure sports washing. There's no, there's no like ROI they're looking for really here. It's just pure. They're not going to get their money back on this, but uh, Harold Varner, the third was the winner of the actual golf tournament. I mean, Harold Varner's reaction, the way he won was amazing. You know, like it, it was, it was a really cool way to win a golf tournament. Right. Like, and it, 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 what I, you know, Bubba I don't know. Immediately think- doing his dash day routine. Bubba loves to run to the camera. I like Bubba. You know, he's coming around, but he's just he's running like a quarter of a mile to get on camera, get on the 18th green, and congratulate him. But yeah, it, here's it's the thing. Good for him. I just I kind of am starting to feel like we we're gonna have to just get it, this is gonna be a thing that we we talk about regularly. Well, that's what they want. I think that's what's gonna. I think you know. If you want to listen to us talk about this, we I think we did a fairly okay accounting of all the issues on Friday. That was on the podcast. back half Phil's of comments. Friday, because yeah, we couldn't back, lead with the well, thing that you, you should talk about. You can listen to 18-hole update of Pebble, <laughs> too. But I think, you know, we tried it. I thought we did a fairly fine accounting of all the comments and, and the sort of... It seems like this is happening, ridiculous. though. Yeah, and, and last and that one, I was sort of like, this is such like a... It's like ham-fisted. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like they're. It's people around it don't have their shit together. The people they've got on board are these aging superstars. But now, like I sat on it over the weekend, I was like, "This is going to happen." I think they're just going to slowly acquire, you know, enough names, and, and things are going to happen. Whether it's majorly next year, some this year, you know, maybe not with everybody that's over there this week, but it's it's just going to happen. So. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how we start to talk about it. If we have to have some sort of disclaimer every time we talk about a Saudi-backed event, about how they are sports washing, I don't but know. But this is how they do it. They just normalize yeah. it. Like, they know that there's going to be an initial shock and awe, and then, you know, they're just going to, the the more, the less and less people will talk about it. Um, I think the, you know, the thing that, it, it just, I don't know. It's going to, I think that, there's enough money there that it just is going to happen. You know, that's the, the reality. Right. Right. So Harold Varner wins this oh, one. Th- the one Go other ahead. thing I wanted to say about it, uh, that I lost my train of thought there for a second was that the, um, here's the thing. The tour bluffed very, 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 very hard on the way this year. Yeah. And the waivers. Yeah, that was not to make that stance public was not great. You know, that, and yeah. they've made some other very very strong stances that I don't think that they can sit with. Yeah, because here's the thing: is that these tournament sponsors, if DJ say DJ goes and does this and does ten events a year, and he decides that he wants to play at Riviera. Genesis. The tour is not going to be like, hey, you know, DJ plays 10 weeks a year somewhere else. Yeah. So we're, we, we can't have them. Genesis, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It's the tour has out over, overplayed their hand with these guys. 
and it's going to come back to burn them. And in doing the way they've bluffed, I think is is like it really is telling with the waiver thing. Um, I think the end result there though is like we have two sort of lessened products. Yes. Um, like it's what we some, talked about. Uh, the, it's yeah. like a split tour. Yeah, but it's worse than that. It's not like AL and L. ABA, NBA. It's like you, yeah, you you have a field like this Pebble one where you need speed to play well, right? You have a lot of those events, and then you have these like sterile, shitty events and these far like like the, the you know there's there's some names there, but it's just like there's no sort of context for it, right? And it's obviously not every name, and it's it's split. I just think like, and you don't end up and the majors are in. I mean, the majors are enhanced by it. I, I I worry about the end result being just sort of a lot of bad golf in more places, you know, or or I guess underwhelming events and products, not, not bad golf. You know what I mean? Uh, anyways, yeah. it's that's a good point about overplaying your hand. Again, we don't want to rehash everything from Friday. If you want to hear all that, we talked about it on friday phil's comments uh varner the third i thought he would not win for sure they were playing in the later windy conditions harold you know he was 14 under then all of a sudden he's 10 under it was just like it was just bleeding shots in the wind it was gusting 30 uh it was much harder like he had it harder in the afternoon i don't want to say he was like choking but he also is like uh, you know, when he contends, he usually doesn't win. He's it's it's random. It's amazing that his two wins are the Australian PGA and some place in Saudi Arabia. Given all the the times he's sort of been around on the PGA tour, but congrats! It was an amazing finish. So, congrats. Uh, one other thing I wanted to, uh, that's been kind of uh, Rory's comments have stuck with me about scoring and about the Euro Tour and the PGA Tour. And I'm just going to call Saudi a Euro Tour event, even though it isn't, because mm-hmm. it's like the other big field in golf. And it's like, I, I know the weather conditions have been so conducive this year to scoring on the PGA Tour. On the PGA Tour, yeah. But like the scoring numbers are insane every week on the PGA Tour now. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're like, talking about Rory's comments been... way back with Dunhill yeah. when he got frustrated with the European Tour. Like, we, we, I can That's show literally up I what 66. the PGA Tour is. This week it was 19 under, which is very low for Pebble, you know? And yeah. and then, yeah. you know, you go through, it's 30, 30 whatever under at at um, at Century. Uh, Sony was off the charts, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. The, I think uh, farmers the even early on. Far, farmers, farmers was I insane. Slowed down a little bit on Saturday and Sunday, but yeah, far. I mean, first two rounds. Was, I know you get a north round in, but yeah, the leading number was like 12, every single under. one. And, and and obviously they have not. They haven't had any wind. They've had some softer courses than years past, which which le- leads into this. But at the same time, I don't know. It, every single week is this way. There's. It's kind of, what does that mean? It's a bad product, or it starts to get frustrating for the best in the world. Like Rory, Rory's frustration was like Rom's any, frustration. Any schmo, to use your term, can just shoot sixty four for a week, you know. And like I shoot sixty four, sixty six, you know, six. It just it, it kind of brings the pack closer. That that was his contention, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's yeah. too easy. Interesting, interesting. One more thing on Pebble, like. I know it's not not 
a new claim. The pace of play was so bad. You were talking about the phone. Like, I got lost in my phone a little bit today. I was like, wait, wait, wait. The speed, I think between putting out on four and hitting on five, 16 minutes elapsed. 16 minutes. He putted out before he hit his tee shot on the par three. Fifth. 16 minutes. And this was just happening over and over again. It was, it's always bad, but it was, it was ex- ex- exceptionally poor uh, today. All right. Uh, anything else on Saudi Arabia? Uh, Saudi International? Harold Varner III. Congrats to him. The big news prior to Sunday was the thick boy. We didn't get to him on Friday. Thick boy, WDs with the wrist injury. Um, I got to say, I, I thought there were too many like, grand pronouncements of this is yeah. proof positive that what he did was idiotic. Now, like, I... I his quote was like, everybody needs to chill. And I kind of sort of agreed with him. Now, if he's broken down by the end of this year and this is a constant thing, that's fine. But we've seen guys who didn't bulk up get injured. It, you know, it could just be an injury. Um, and I thought we were kind of a little too quick. A lot of people, I thought we were a little too quick to race to conclusions that, see, see, this is what happens. Um, but Joe LaMagna, a writer for the Fried Egg, a writer of his newsletter, Finding the Edge, had a good tweet. He, thought, he, he said, you know, injuries are akin to hazards. Bryson knows to avoid those. There's no world in which a young player sacrificing his body for immediate success is worth the cost, especially when you can't attribute the success entirely to his violent pursuit of distance. He was elite before, and of course, he's putting now, which is, you know, irrespective of bulk and, and distance. He's putting much better than he was two years ago. Um, so that's that's... You know, an analytical just, point of yeah, view and a cost-benefit, like why sacrifice, a young player shouldn't sacrifice his body for instant success. So. And nothing in life is easy, right? You know, like it, there's always, like the short-term solution is always not the long-term answer, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I, it's hard It's hard to know. It, unless, like, I think it's, like, easy to sit back and, and you know, we obviously have made jokes and, and, and talked about it, but, like, Unless you, you know, obviously like the, the tiger stuff, we, nobody ever knew about the injuries until there was, you know, why until there was, you know, some firsthand accounting that has been refuted from the other side. But like, we haven't heard any firsthand accounts of, of Bryson doing something that, you know, could cause an injury. So I, but I think we can conclusively say like what he has done is probably not good for his body. Definitely not his gut health. I mean, his back and his, I mean, I think, right? I, I, maybe we can't conclusively say that. Putting on this weight and trying know, to like swing out of your shoes a hundred times a day for every day. I, I don't know. Two thousand times a day. I don't know how many, but it here's, seems here's like that's probably not con- good for his body. Whether this what? injury is a part of that, I don't know. What I can confidently say is that I can under no way give you a conclusive answer. There we go. Because that's our I, analysis on the, I don't know. the thick boy I don't, injury. I everybody wants to take, but it's just like Yeah, they do want knows? there were a lot of takes. That's my I thing. Mean, I'm at the takes. point in my life where I just like sleep wrong and I wake up and I like can't move for a day or two. Sure. You know? Sure. Uh, all right, that's it for the Saudi International. On the Euro Tour, your guy on tape delay, Nikolai Hogard, 
wins the Russ, Russell Keimer Championship uh, presented by Phoenix Capital in the UAE. Beats Jordan Smith by four shots. Kind of ran away with it. Uh, Hogard, you, what was your tweet? You got two twins, both top 100 in the world. This it's, is, it's nuts. It's this nuts. is I, insane. I this is yeah. the most like undercovered story in golf. Is the Hogarts? Someone said Bernard Longer is the most undercover. You remember that last year? Go ahead. Yeah. God. But anyway, <laughs> just trying you to got, slide you up. I just like I, I. The only way that I can contextualize this is is if I made the comparison. If these two kids were American, what would we be doing? Like if they were American and they were winning high level college tournaments at this clip, they would be more covered. Yeah. Than they are now when they're winning, you know, high level or not high level, but events five between the two of professional them. Professional events, European tour yes. events, five of them, and they're twenty. Yeah, like these guys are insanely good. Like yep. just you know, Colin Morikawa was a sophomore in college at this age. Like people forget, Colin Morikawa turned pro when he was twenty three. <clears throat> These guys have won five times between the two of them. And I think one of the things that I think is really interesting is a year ago, all the conversation was about Rasmus and how Rasmus, Rasmus was the better player. And this is just like the perfect proof of like golf in progression of golf is not linear. And now Nikolai is higher ranked. He's got the last two wins out of the bunch for them. And, you know, he looks like a real player. He, he battled through some like, it wasn't easy, and I think that's like it, it, Varner was in the similar situation. Like some wins, like it's almost better. I think sometimes when you see these guys that like deal with some some tough, rocky parts of the round and still get it done, because like it's so easy for the round when that happens to unravel, like we see with Seamus Power on the weekends right now. Whoa, easy, just pop. Just love, yeah, launching little grenades. All right. I love Seamus Power, by the way. I like actually uh, sure really. Sure, you do. I, I know. Yeah. I really uh. enjoy like the couple of times I've seen interviews. Like he seems like a thoughtful guy. Good. This is he this does. is devolved into people yeah. people it's just running now. at me all this weekend. This is how this podcast works. It just happens <laughs> like that. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, Irish golfers on the LPGA, as we alluded to earlier, on Saturday finish, Leona McGuire. Wins of the LPGA Drive-On Championship in Fort Myers, Crown Colony. Wins comfortably, one by three, I think, over Lexi Thompson. Her first win. Hasn't been pro for very long. Obviously, at the dominant uh, Solheim Cup debut in Toledo last uh, September. Uh, didn't seem, given that performance, didn't seem like uh, it would be long before she won on the LPGA. That, But, you know, you never know. Sometimes you pop for a... Uh, for a weekend in a team event like that, and, and you don't hear, but but she had more of the pedigree that you would expect to get this kind of victory, and she's your winner on the LPGA. I think everybody like expected, expected this to you know happen after that performance. Yep. Like, and yep. you know there haven't been that many events since the since the Solheim Cup, but it seems like you know those team events can be a big confidence boost for young players. And I I like the Saturday finish. I didn't like that course, but you know, if you're LPGA, you're doing it. You're doing 54 holes only. You know, move it around. I, I I didn't mind that getting done early, like like farmers last week. So, all right, 
That does it for the weekend in golf. I don't have anything on the news front. A lot of it's the Saudi stuff we talked about on Friday. You know, no big updates there. Phil, Phil just, I don't think, looks, looks worse and worse. I think there's a lot of people who are sort of incredulous about Phil's stance from all spectrum. All old, young, right, left are just kind of like can't take Phil seriously anymore from what I, you know, hear and understand. But we He's talked an absurd about that. absurd human. We'll see on Friday. That's, there's a reason that uh, it the just team... looks terrible. I can't think about like team we need Ernie. more rights, but why go Saudi Arabia is going to give me more rights? Signing with Saudi, I know they'll be compensated duly for it, but Christ, like I need more rights. So sign with Saudi Arabia. That's here's where you're the thing: be more independent. It's unfortunate that there's not something with Saudi Arabia. That there's not another upstart that's come to light. That's somewhere in between <laughs> these two. That could yeah. be the the perfect spot. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. I, I, I think you're onto something saying the PGA Tour might just have to work with these guys, I think. Maybe I don't know, with. With may be too strong a word, but we'll see. Big I just don't that. think I don't think they can do what they have said they can do, and that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. They might have overplayed their hand, and that is the worst thing you can do because then – if you overplay your hand, then you're going to get walked all over. Or, or maybe they have the major championships on their side, and they're just lying know. and wait. You know, I don't know. I'm not suggesting they do, but maybe they have more cards. The, the Asian right. tour, the Asian tour is a is like the the secret smart the secret yeah. smart move that 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 they did. Yeah, yeah. All right, everyone, enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday to talk about the Phoenix Open and another full week of golf.